0: I do not know where you are from, the master of the house declares. Depart from me, you evil doers." We all hope that these words will not be addressed to us when we stand in judgment. But the fact is that those whom these words are addressed to never saw this coming. The door has been unexpectedly locked against them, and they are left outside in the darkness. What is the appropriate response to these words? certainly not anxiety or scrupulosity. All our Lord's words, even the rebukes, are salvific. They all contain an invitation to conversion, though accepting that invitation may require our hard hearts to be broken open. What is it about the question asked of Jesus that has led to his responding this way? Lord, will only a few people be saved, someone asks, Except for the rejection of evildoers in the middle of his answer, Jesus' response is very positive. You will see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom, as well as people from the east and the west, the north and the south. In the first reading, the Lord says the same. I come to gather the nations of every language. They shall bring all your brothers and all your sisters from all the nations. This sounds like anything but only a few. In the words of Institution, we hear this confirmed again. This is the chalice of my blood, which will be poured out for you and for many. So, what is it about the question? The problem with the question is that it is telegraphing the desired answer. Jesus' interlocutor hopes that only a few will be saved because in his opinion, only a few people merit salvation. This is the pharisaical attitude. We hear one of the most famous expressions of this in the parable of the tax collector and the Pharisee, where the Pharisee says, God, I thank you that I am not like other men. That parable is told against some who are convinced of their own righteousness and despise others. Jesus repeatedly warns them of their error. The tax collectors and prostitutes are going into the kingdom before you. And again, woe to you. For you shut the kingdom of heaven against men, neither entering yourselves nor allowing those who would enter to go in. Behind today's question lies a polarized attitude of judgmental superiority that looks around, finding fault in others and denying a shared human condition. Hearing this, Jesus is grieved. But they also are the lost he has come to seek and save. He does not condemn. But he does deal them a shrewd blow meant to crack that self-satisfied complacency. What could be more frightening for the self-justified than to hear that they have been shut out? And Jesus offers an alternative. Strive to enter by the narrow gate. What is this narrow gate Jesus opens for them? We heard of it last month in the story of Martha and Mary. Martha is anxious and troubled about many things, while Mary sits quietly at the teacher's feet. Jesus says to Martha, One thing only is needful. Mary has chosen the better part. And on the eve of his passion, Jesus will tell the disciples, Take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down and that day come upon you unawares. Be vigilant. The Pharisee is always looking around, comparing himself with others, seeking to tear others down. The narrow gate is to give that up, to renounce all attempts to self-justify and to watch for God alone. The narrow gate is to practice custody of the senses and custody over our thoughts. This is not being self-absorbed or unaware. It is to be attentive rather than curious, to know who we are watching for and refusing to be distracted by anything else. It would be a shame to miss our invitation to the kingdom because we are preoccupied. But this is exactly what befalls the evildoers who are so busy condemning others that they arrived after the doors were locked. But what about evangelization? Are we not called to share the gospel? In fact, this attentive, self-heedful vigilance for our Lord's approach is the best evangelization. If I do not know salvation, If I do not discover that I am God's beloved, I have nothing to offer. Allowing myself to be loved, receiving my true self from God, who calls me into being for no other reason than because he loves me, will transfigure my entire existence. We will become shining lights in the midst of this world's darkness, its polarization and fear, and that light will draw others. We evangelize by being evangelized by remaining vigilant amid troubles and distractions, ready to hear the longed-for knock at the door of my hard heart. Today and every day, our Lord invites us. Blessed are those who are called to the Supper of the Lamb.